Look, just so you know, I'm not a total nerd. I also happen to be super into close-up magic. What a nerd. All right, nerds. Let's go. Get those nerds! Well, welcome to Nerdables, then. As always, I'm R.A. Rain. With me this week is Crazy Cray, Crazy Cray, Crazy K. Chris, and the artist now known as E. Are you sure it's not the artist now known as E? Well, whatever. <laughs> that was what we came up with as a nickname. It was actually going to be a symbol, then it ended up being, you know. Yeah, it's going to be hard to do a symbol for uh, <laughs> on a podcast. <laughs> on a podcast. <laughs> so, um, did you guys hear that Michael Keaton, when he was doing a uh, interview about RoboCop, brought up the fact that he and Tim Burton have been move work, or I guess, been talking about or moving forward with Beetlejuice Two. So yeah, <laughs> I mean, do we honestly? Uh, when I first heard about this, I thought this would be really cool. You know, Beetlejuice Two. I, I love Beetlejuice. I love the cartoon. But then I started thinking about it. I don't really need another Beetlejuice movie. I still Nobody watch needs the original. The only two people that need another Beetlejuice movie are Tim Burton and Michael Keaton, <laughs> so that they can be funny. There's just there's some movies that just should be a single movie. Not everything needs to be a franchise. Everything seems to be really producer oriented or studio oriented. Of oh, let's make this into a franchise. Let's make this into a franchise. Let's make this into a franchise. There's one movie came out 175 years ago. People loved it. And oh, you're, talking, you're still talking about Beetlejuice. Yeah, <laughs> just let it go. Just it was yeah. a good movie, and people saw it, and they loved it. But these people still watch it. I mean, it's still that's great. They still watch it then. Yeah. You release it like it? on DVD or Blu-ray, and have people buy it if you want. Yeah, there's no need to continuously make sequels for some movies. Yeah, I I don't think that we need another one. Like another one for me would be like 300, for example. Well, there's already a sequel. I know. It's not a sequel. It's, it's a like prequel. No, uh, it's yeah. not. It's <laughs> no, it's a sequel. No, it's a sequel. There already. Yeah. Like that one, the, m the first movie itself was great, and there's no need to make another one. But they just want to make another one because the, the first, first one, one made, made money, made so much money. Yeah. So to me, it's no. Uh, I don't like when uh, studios do that. Well, speaking of which, uh, it was just recently announced that Knight Rider may be getting a reboot, which would actually be would be a movie, not a TV series. Didn't they, <laughs> didn't they try it with a TV series? Yep, Knight they've Rider tried 2000. it. They've tried a couple times with the Knight with it. They've had Knight Rider two thousand, then they had <laughs> Knight Rider again. This one was supposed to be Michael Knight's son or whatever. This one is supposed to be Chris Pratt as Michael Knight and Danny McBride as Kit. So you're gonna have a stoned out Kit. <laughs> He just yelled at you all the time. <laughs> he talks about some, makes some sort of uh, references to his penis or something, right? <laughs> the car's penis? Yeah. I don't know. I This one, I hope, is just a complete rumor that doesn't happen. I mean, I like Chris Pratt, and I think he's you know, a talented actor. You have um, no idea who Chris Pratt is until he was in Guardians of the That's not true. I still don't know who the hell he is. He was on Parks and Rec. Or, yeah, it was Parks and Rec. Uh, one of those. Um he actually he there was one I can't remember the movie now he he was really overweight and that's when they first announced him for Guardians and uh, everybody first was like he's not gonna be he's too fat and then he like quit beer for three months or something and lost a bunch of weight now he he's turning up everywhere he was the uh, he was the lead character in uh, the Lego movie yeah I know which you saw that right yep. 
Ethan, did you see it? No, I haven't seen it yet. Ethan Seven. actually doesn't go out of the house to go see movies. <laughs> when was the last movie you saw? In the theater? Mm-hmm. God. No, not The Incredibles that we watched last night. Uh, did you watch you Ventured Out? Did in, you go to Thor 2? Sadly, yeah. I think, you know, yeah, Thor, Thor 2 was probably the last movie I saw in theater. Wow. That was what? That was the only December? Was that October, the only movie November? You saw in 2013. November? Yeah. Now, you, did you go, you went and saw, uh, you went and saw Star Trek with me. Not in the theater. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah, but that was summer. So you saw two movies in 2013. <laughs> well, no, there's... there's <laughs> you, you, you've done a whole lot in 2013, didn't you? Usually the only time I go out to the theater is like in, in the summer with like the blockbusters, but everything else I'm like, eh, I can wait until it comes out on DVD, <laughs> which I can, really can't anymore because... Blockbuster is no longer <laughs> in business. <laughs> you do know there's Redbox. There's yeah. There's, yeah. there's other means of no, getting. He was it. buying them on clearance at at uh, Blockbuster. Well, it's got to be tough to get out and go to the movies though when you're too busy staying at home while playing Last of Us the entire time, right? <laughs> it would be if, never I gonna let that go, are you? if I was actually playing it. Then yeah, I would yeah. say you're never gonna let that go. There's no reason to let it go. So what did you think of the? Uh, whoa, that was weird. So what did you think of the uh, Lego Movie? Uh, I think it made a lot of money. Did you enjoy it? And it made a lot more money this weekend, too. Yes, I enjoyed it. It's an awesome movie. Have you seen what everybody's doing now? Now they're taking like all the trailers for the next... They've been doing that before. ...random beforehand. movies they've and put them on Lego... They've Legoized. done these kind of Lego mashups for a long time. The, mm -hmm. the movie poster thing isn't new. They've been doing that for a while. But now they're doing trailers. Yeah, the trailers. They've done trailers before. They've done trailers. They've done entire scenes. The creepiest thing I've seen is a recreation of the JFK assassination with Legos. <laughs> It's there. Yeah. Go find it. It's it's on it's yeah, on YouTube and you can see it. And it's just like okay, because I think the creepiest thing is they're all smiling. <laughs> <laughs> what Legos don't really have a frown face, do they? Hmm. I mean, I'm sure some of them do. So, where would you rank the movie as far as things you've seen lately? Um, what stuff I seen lately? Hobbit, Thor two. You know, going back to oh all yeah, the well that's that's a while ago. No, it's 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 a really it's a fun movie. It's funny. It's really well done in terms of it's well written. The characters for what they are are pretty fantastic and it looks gorgeous. It's it's very satirical. Um it kind of <laughs> it kind of makes fun of its own property by encouraging people not to build what is on the box. <laughs> like, then why do you buy the box? Didn't you just buy Lego? So but no, it's definitely it's it's um you know, it'll be enjoyable for kids, but it's also really enjoyable for anyone who uh whether you play with Legos or not, just as long as you know of the property. There's a lot of um pieces in it for that and ha uh, pun intended. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's so much energy here this morning. Come on. Um anything without spoiling it that you can tell other than, you know, it's fun for no, kids. No, there's no there's no point in really it's just one of it seems why, like why synopsis the movie? Go see the damn movie. That's the end of it. There you <laughs> okay, go. what would you review? What would you say is a grade for it? Go see it. <laughs> go see it. There you go. I'll give it a go see it. I keep getting a weird noise. Because he's talking to Mike like this. No, I'm not. I don't know. It's, it's weird. Okay. Yes, go see it. Well, okay. <laughs> like, there's no reason. It's just it, this sort of like. I'm gonna synopsis the whole movie in the review thing. Well, no, I don't. Want it just seems it seems like one of those movies that's fun to go watch. There's no reason for you to go watch. There's no reason for you to think while you're watching the movie. It's just one of those movies to go watch Mars and have fun. It. No, but I mean, like as as like. Well, other so that's movies. what I was wondering. If it was just all 
you know, popcorn to go see, or if there actually was a little bit of every movie is going to be some popcorn, some well, not every movie I guess, but yeah, it's not going to win an Oscar or anything, but no, but when you, you know, go to see Anchorman or anything like that, you're just going in to to laugh. You're not going in to try to you know get a good story. You know, and that's what I was wondering with this is, is it just going in for a laugh fest and, you know, just no, you'll, you'll for the punchline? It's just, like I said, it's really what it comes down to is should you go see it or should you not go see it? And I said, you should go see it. And you should see it on the big screen because it is a visually impressive movie. Yeah. That's cool. All right. Well, then there you go. Okay. Chris's grade for it is go see it. <laughs> <laughs> um, Star Wars Animation had a lot of news this past week. Um Cowboy Vader gave us his uh, in take on the Cowboy Jedi that they put into <laughs> the the show. Um, so if you don't know what I'm talking about, Dave Filoni, who is yeah, the why don't we just call him Cowboy Dave Filoni instead of calling him Cowboy, Cowboy Vader, Vader, so people actually know who he is. Yeah. Plus, that was the original name we gave him, so why don't we stick with that? We can. Yeah, let's just let's just. I just I it. always call him Vader now because he's like you know purging the Star Wars universe. At least yeah, the he animated. also has a lot more money and power than you do, so <laughs> he kind of gets to do whatever he wants. Yes. Well, um, first of all, Netflix did announce that Clone Wars The Lost Missions will be airing uh, starting March 7th. If anyone doesn't know, that's the... I think there's 13 episodes that were slated for Season 5, Season 6 that didn't air, I guess, mainly because of the purchase of Disney, you know, the Disney head, because they pulled the, the show. Well, it's... When... The way that the Clone Wars production schedule was working was you did extra episodes for every season. Right. And they were carryover. So if they showed 22 episodes in a season, they were actually, starting like season two, they were developing something like 30. Right. And then they would show the 22, and then the next season they'd have like eight or nine left over. Well, those eight or nine would go in while they're producing another 22. Well, they produce 25. So now you have 35. Right. And it would kind of keep going from there. So these are the ones that were in production and pretty much finished um, with the current season, or the last season, not the current season. Uh, and those will be the ones that will appear as the lost missions. They were supposed to be the ones that in the next season that no longer existed. Right. It's like just putting up the final season up on Netflix. Sure. Did you see the, the clip that they put up, that Netflix put up immediately? It's of... Uh, Yoda meditating, and you get Qui Gon's voice. No, it's, it's the first indication that uh, there's you know life after death in the Jedi. You know, with the Jedi's. That no, it's not the first. Yeah, it's the first. No, he hears it in Episode Two. No, according to this, this is the first. Uh, then they're wrong. The way that they do it is because Qui Gon's in an earlier season. And he's in his voice is in episode two when Anakin's slaughtering the. the but that's uh, for Anakin, and he hear just hears. No, no, no. He, Yoda's meditating and hears his voice. Remember? Oh, it's right. He, he yeah. hears. He hears uh, running <laughs> and he run. It's he hears him. He hears him in or the, run Anakin, the first. Yeah. And then of course there's the missing scene, which was written for the script of episode three. Right. That although Liam Neeson will come back and do a cartoon, he wasn't willing to come back and shoot one day worth of film. Right. For the last scene in which. Um, Kenobi. Uh, it's the one he on sees the Yoda before he sees Yoda before they split. Um, and Yoda goes to Dagobah, and Kenobi goes to uh, Tatooine. That Yoda says something along the lines of, you know, with the whole training a, thing. Well, no, I have. Yeah, I have an old friend, and 
it's the this image of Qui Gon. I mean, right. I still understand why they didn't put it in there because you could have just used his image anyway. He didn't even need his voice if he had just kind of appeared in that kind of hologram type ghostly thing that you see. Well, they could have. Uh, I mean, they had everything digitally. Yeah, but that's, that's what I mean. I don't know why it's not in there. It's in. I think it was in the comic adaptation even, but I know it was in the. Um, it was in the original script. They just never finished it. Well, this this little scene, you know, Yoda seems to be startled by him and says, you know, that's imp- you know, it's impossible. And then he says no and starts throwing things around Yoda's meditation chamber, and you know, you kind of realize at that point. Uh, you know, you don't, ever, you never see him in it. You just hear his voice and see him throwing things at Yoda and lifting Yoda in the air. So, <laughs> so not only do they get the thirteen episodes, but they're also showing seasons or streaming director's cuts of seasons one through five. Right. So, are they going to include the lost missions on the com- the upcoming complete Blu-ray thing? The, the complete the complete Blu-ray came out back in November without the lost mission. That just seems a waste. That was, and it was really weird because they announced the lost missions, like the week before, the Blu-rays came out. So you would have thought they would at least put them on there, or you know, they maybe didn't have them like finished or something like. Did you delay the? Did you delay the? Complete? Yeah, it seems stupid to have that, and then you're gonna have an extra Blu-ray that has 13 episodes on it. But why they can make more money when this they re-release? No, it. I, that's what it is. Cause they'll they'll <laughs> re-release the director's cut seasons from Netflix, right? Mm-hmm. And the um the lost season all at once so well this does mark the first time that star wars pro- a star wars property is appearing on netflix and it is part of the new agreement between disney uh, abc television and netflix to start airing not only original programming but existing <coughs> properties as well so we may you know you may end up seeing all the star wars uh, you know, movies and shows, whatnot, uh, airing on Netflix as well. Well, it gives you another reason to add another Star Wars film to your collection. Well, yeah, I mean, Netflix and and Disney Marvel are already you know planning four uh, four different shows for there. So, who knows? Rebels may you know be for Disney XD, and there may end up being something for you know for Netflix. Hell, mm-hmm. that might even be where the live well, the action show. Well, the biggest thing is if if. That live action show is never going to happen. Um, the biggest thing for Rebels could be the fact that the seasons will be available on Netflix before the next season comes out, which is you didn't have that for for Clone Wars. You didn't have it available in any type of streaming right. or home video service, any reliable one anyway, since Borders was out of business by that point. So the only way to see season one of Clone Wars before season two, not the only way, but the easy was to buy the DVD. Right. The biggest thing going forward for Rebels is the possibility that Rebel Season 1 would release on Netflix as a streaming right before, two weeks before Season 2, right. and Season 2 before Season 3, and so on. So you can and so watch forth. it and catch up. Yeah, and, and it'd probably be. Netflix is searching for content, not only original content, but the fact they keep losing content over mm-hmm. and over again as more and more services take their stuff back. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've had Netflix streaming for a while, and there's stuff in my queue that I just see disappear every single day. Yeah. Um, so it, to have a deal with Disney to try and get Disney's entire license and get like all the Marvel movies on it because I know something like Iron Man two's on it, but Iron Man one and three aren't. Captain America's not on it. Yeah, Thor's on it, but Thor two's not, or Thor two wouldn't be on it, or something like that. So. Right, because those were all on Epic. Yeah. So the, if the deal with Disney is going to extend to all of their properties, that's a huge deal for Netflix going forward because 
part of their original content push for themselves was to try and stay relevant because they were mm-hmm. losing way too much content. Well, it just wasn't any reason for people to keep streaming. You know, the, the streaming service, as you look at it now, is missing thousands of titles that it had before. Yeah, and it's also for you know ABC, so you're going to get Castle and you know. All what these I think would be really interesting is if they start putting their um, Disney starts putting up like the classic cartoon films, like you know all the classic Disney films that you've seen in the past. Like, well, I don't well even going back to Star Wars to put droids and uh, Ewoks on there, uh-huh. getting the the really crappy Ewok TV movies on there, that'd be mm-hmm. amazing. So you can just go back and go, wow, things have, things have changed. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, just never allow this now to have that content on there. To no, be I think because they it, they did put out a droids and Ewoks, you know, v, uh, VHS a long time ago, but it didn't have the whole series. It was only I think they may have even released it on DVD too. But it was the, only the a different couple story now. Lines. Is the idea of a physical DVD just isn't the same as it used to be, and it's that accessing content wherever you are. It's being able to, to access your Netflix through your tablet or your phone right. or your computer, no matter where you are. So, you well, know, that's you why you're work on your lunch, lunch break and go, hey, I want to watch that crappy Ewoks cartoon. Click. <laughs> you know, that's the big thing for it is to I get don't think anybody says onto. that, though. I'm pretty sure everybody says that. <laughs> well, it's also, you know, you're seeing more and more films now. When they're getting ready to come out on DVD, a month early, they're already available to stream. Yeah, the, streaming, the streaming idea is... is Pretty much where they're going. Yeah, I mean, it, you're, you're going to see, as, especially since devices are starting to be able to get, you know, you're having a terabyte, two terabytes or whatever show up on, you know, Xboxes and computers and tablets and stuff. You're going to get where having a actual disc is going to be completely gone. But speaking of of uh, Rebels, uh, Dave Filoni did give us our first look at the cowboy Jedi, they're calling it's Kanan. Um, it's a road, Nagora. <laughs> so, <laughs> yes, the Jedi road down to the sea. The Mister Ponytail that we saw. Isn't it also? Um, no, that's Cade. Never mind. I was gonna say, isn't it also a Skywalker? But it's, uh, apparently, um, the Dark Lord of Star Wars animation is calling Kanan the gunslinger who had to put away his lightsaber and start using a blaster, and he's been described as more of a Han Solo than a Luke Skywalker. Um, that's the best of both worlds. And uh, you made a comment that you were really not happy that it's a focus group Jedi start start with. And the second thing, the damn things about Jedi again. Well, here's the thing that the other character uh, that they introduced, uh, Ezra, is a force. They described him as a force sensitive, charismatic teenage con artist who gets to draw. Who gets drawn into the fight for the rebels. They already shown the uh, action figure for him, and he comes with a lightsaber. Mm-hmm. So everything's about Jedi and everything's about lightsabers. Well, the way they they there's so little that they they now. One of my favorite series ever is X Men Rogue Squadron, both in the book series and the comic series. And part of the reason for it was that it wasn't a Jedi centric series. Um, It was a series about regular soldiers that are in this big, huge conflict. And my Mm -hmm. hope for Rebels. Um. Spacebook <laughs> distracted you. <laughs> Your hope arrived. Something from my friend. Grandma said, "How do I delete that thing that says do you want a ham sandwich on my phone?" I have <laughs> no idea what the hell that means. Um, uh, tangent. Uh, my hope for Rebels was that it was going to be more of kind of how the rebellion forms from these soldiers that are in the trenches that don't have Jedi to rely on. To me, it takes away 
in addition to the fact that you've seen Jedi fight for the rebels in Force Unleashed, right. it takes away from the whole idea of Kenobi joining them. Well, it in also, a way, it also you know, takes away like from the whole thing with Luke. You know, not understanding what the Force is, not understanding what Jedi's were, because you know Jedi's basically became a myth. And you're talking, this is you know, there's 19 years between Episode three and you know Star Wars Episode four. So that that 19 years should have been where there's no talk. The Empire completely wiped out any knowledge of the Jedi. Well, this is part of the problem of setting up a story and then tweaking it and tweaking it and tweaking it. When you first kind of start to understand the story of Star Wars, when you see the first film, the sensibility that Kenobi gives you when he's talking to Luke is that it's been a long time. Right. Clone Wars are 30, 40, 50 years right. now. This is time for all of this knowledge in terms of a generation to pass. Mm -hmm. That a generation grew up with the Empire and don't know about the Jedi. Right. And don't know about you know, what they were doing. And all they've heard are the stories that the Empire has, has released as propaganda of the Jedi trying to take over uh -huh. or whatever it would have turned to be. He did a very good job in that first film with that speech of making it very abstract as to what happened. Right. When you set a hard timeline and say that it's only 20 years since the purge, you lose some of that. You know, the, they tried to change it by having the Empire, uh, you know, the, the, the government and the Empire saying that the Jedi tried to overthrow them, but uh -huh. you're going to fool a galaxy full of a gajillion, bajillion people into thinking that all of a sudden the Jedi who protected them for thousands of years thought, hey, you know what, we're just going to take over the government, and now they're the bad guys. But it's still that, that, that sensibility of that there's no Jedi left. Of course there's Jedi left. There's like 60 of them in the Rebellion, apparently. Um, you know, the well, whole idea that, that, that the Luke. Force is different, you know, that, that being Force-sensitive is something very different, that the Force itself may be something that was harder to tune into, that you had to be someone special like Luke Skywalker right. in order to tune into it. I mean, even Leia. Leia should be as powerful as Luke, but she's not. She has no concept of tapping into the Force of any type of that type of, of mystic ability throughout all three films. Right. And Except for when she saves her brother. That's the only thing that gets her to, to, to have well, any sort of sensibility. An empire. An she... empire. She's, she hears Luke. So... That mystery of it, that mysticism of it, has been so taken away by the, um, you know, you see so many Jedi in the first three, that's great, but it, it, it's, it's, hard to, it's hard to describe that feeling of you're just sick of seeing Jedi in that dark time It's like series. we're putting in Jedi just to put in Jedi. They're putting in Jedi because they don't know what else to do. Right. They're afraid of doing a military show. That's, to me, that's the biggest thing. They're afraid of doing a soldier military show. Well, to me, I, which I, is all all X-wing Rogue Squadron is, it's it's a military fighter pilot special commando team, show, right? You know, uh, story. Again, books in the comics. So it's very down on the ground, down and dirty. These are the guys who go out, and they don't have the force to rely on. They don't have lightsabers. They don't have, you know, the the. The connections that they have to the higher ups in in even the Rebel Alliance and then later the New Republic, right? And trying to do a show like that, it would be like doing the Clone Wars just based on 
the soldiers. Right. It's based on the clones, which would be awesome for people well, like to us. Me, but that's a hard sell to kids to say you're going to be you're basically going to be watching a you know <laughs> a, a show about rebel soldiers right going out and fighting against their oppressive government probably not something that you know <laughs> no but to me some of the most interesting obama's vader let's go stop him <laughs> yeah some of the most interesting episodes of the clone wars were the ones that just focused on the clones and i know that you know i have a i have an 11 year old nephew who loves the clone troopers you know he, he well, loves... part of that's the look they're designed right. really well they look awesome but they're, yeah, the few personalities that you get of the clone troopers are great. If when that eleven year nephew, eleven year old nephew is old enough to read Karen Travis's Rebel Commando series, right, or Republic Commando series, let me tell you, he's going to love clone troopers even more. So the, the, this uh, force sensitive teenager Ezra, um, apparently he uses the force, but not really knowing what it is. You know, and to me, that's a kind of a cool idea. Okay, he he can do certain things, but he does he thinks so. He's Anakin before Qui Gon shows up. Kinda, but then he can he, see things before he happens. But then he's and then got he this can drive around, and he can be he really creepy. He's a wizard. <laughs> he thinks everything's wizard, and you know, it's everything should be like pod racing. No, but apparently, the, this when Ezra meets up with Kanan, you know, Kanan becomes his mentor and starts training him in the Force. I guess. Um, and apparently there's supposed to be a Chewbacca-type character in it that's apparently off of uh, Ralph McQuarrie's, um the old Chewbacca design. But I think he's less hairy in this one. His name is Zeb. Well, the first Chewbacca design is like a gigantic green alien. And that's what this is kind of like. I think. Or wait, was that supposed to be Han Solo? That was Han Solo, but yeah, it was kind of a brownish, you know. Um, he's brown. He had like a little, like a pointy yeah. chin, more rounded face. But apparently this character is supposed to look just like... Had some ears. <laughs> and a then neck. Like, like I can remember is Kate McKinnon playing that painter who did that weird portrait <laughs> of Jesus Christ. <laughs> and they had her on SNL. <laughs> and I paint this thing. I paint this head around. There's a little round the monkey face. <laughs> That's a hear when you're saying that. It's got a round, brownish thing. All you can is paint it around the little monkey face. <laughs> and it, just, it just ended me. So I'm sorry. That was. So. We, you know, we've talked about Star Wars pandering to the audiences. This crew that's going to be together for the, I guess, going to be the crew of the Ghost, is going to have the cowboy Jedi. You know, he's going to be a gunslinger and also have a lightsaber. It's going to have a teenager who's force sensitive. A it's Han Solo, Chewbacca, and Luke. Chewbacca type character and a Mandalorian female joins the group. That, that's and then you Star have then you have a little droid that's half. You know, it's a half sized. R2 unit that is um, built from different parts of different droids named Chopper, who's got a really bad attitude and kind of doesn't want to he, he do things unless he, it's on his terms. Chowda. Chowda. So here's the thing. I'm beginning to think that Rebels isn't so much about the, re the formation of the Rebellion. It's not. Then this crew of Rebels, you know, causing mischief in the Empire. Hence the name. Right. Rebels. So it's going to be more, it's going to be more about this, this, it's more group about the that group. flies around in the ghost, and that their adventures mm -hmm. than actually being about the formation. So this of is going to be your favorite show of all time. Why? You think because it's, it's Firefly? Firefly. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! It's Firefly is a cartoon in the Star Wars universe. Rich might actually explode. If, no. We'll just walk in here and there'll just be blood and guts all over the living room. <laughs> what happened? He spontaneously combusted because he realized this is Firefly. It would be nice if they did a Firefly cartoon, but no. <laughs> 
I don't think that rebel rebels rebels. I almost got rebels rebels rebels. Isn't that the uh, that's the the female Nerf guns, right? <laughs> sure. Anyways, um, yeah, I, I I'm getting worried about rebels now. Yeah, I mean, I, I know about it from the start when they said Dave Filoni was involved. <laughs> they did. They um, Toy Fair has been going on or starting to go on right now, and they've shown a lot of the characters and ship designs and things like that through the toys, which looks like there's going to be an X-wing in it at some point. There's going to be the Inquisitor is going to have his own advanced, you know, tie interceptor. Looks kind of like Darth Vader's, but the wings aren't as big. Um, That's what she said. <laughs> Kind of like Darth Vader's, but the wings aren't as big. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty gross. <laughs> no wonder Adma or Padme just decided that life wasn't worth living. It was, it was the wings, right? <laughs> it was the, the well, black. She didn't decide that life wasn't worth living. Is he choked her? Yeah, but he decided she wasn't worth living. <laughs> then they said, "Well, we don't know what's wrong with her. She just doesn't have the." Yeah, I know what's wrong with her. She got choked. <laughs> that's what should have killed her. Home girl had her larynx crushed by uh by the boyfriend there. Yeah, that's what should have killed her. You know, they should have had it. The where entire Star Wars saga is just Lucas's fight against domestic abuse. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of it. Think of it. I mean, dad chokes the wife. He cuts off his son hand. He tortures his, his daughter. daughter. The whole thing is based on domestic abuse. That's all it is. It's just a gigantic allegory for domestic well, abuse. Well, no wonder Leia police, kisses Luke. The police are never involved. Exactly. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they are. The Empire's on, you know. But that's the thing. They're on his side. I know. (laughs) They're just turning the. He's he's like the bad chief of police that has, like, the domestic abuse at home and nobody wants to do anything about it. (laughs) They're just turning their backs to it. (laughs) We could rewrite Star Wars right now and just do it. You don't have to rewrite it. I'm telling you. The new new zygist of breaking Star Wars down. People have talked about Star Wars being um, Lucas's anti. Uh, industry rant, anti you know modernism rant. You know the guys with the, the big machines and the guys who actually get stuff done. And there's a bunch of hippie rebels running around going, "Dude, just like the Force, man, we gotta stop." I've heard that argument, but now it's the entire thing is an allegory for domestic abuse and how people get away with it. Oh, did you see the, the uh, very end? The guy. Oh, you know what? I'm really sorry. Here, let me take the other guy that's abusing <laughs> you and huck him into a generator. No, <laughs> I think I think Lucas's household was filled with. Uh, I think Lucas's dad might have hit mom around a little. You know, <laughs> might have hit him around too. He tried to cut off his arm. In a way, he was Luke. Lucas, Luke, yeah. Okay. Ooh, <laughs> there you go. It's conspiracy. Um. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so yeah, um, toy fairs this week. And uh, we'll be having coverage up on our website all week long. Um, and then next week we're going to do uh, the State of the Toy Union and give a full, uh, I guess, review of all the... Like a roundup wrap-up. Yeah, don't look forward to that being positive. <laughs> look forward Some to a lot of... A lot of um, we'll see a lot of cool toys that we want to buy, yeah, but we you're can't not ever going to see. Like, it's exactly. going to be a dude in Iowa in the basement who has every single Star Wars figure that comes out in the next four years. And put them all up. So real quick though, are you are you going to buy if the, if you can find a Jabba? Does that mean you're going to go back and buy the Slave Leia at the six inch? Nope, I'm not buying either. That job is going to be way too expensive. It looks so good, Dad. I have, I have no place to put. I don't have the ones that I the the six inch black series that I already have. The only one I have on display is Han Solo because I don't have any place to put any others. I have Boba Fett on the wall, still in the package. Oh, okay. 
The only two I have are Luke and the uh, pilot. Co- pilot yeah, I bought the first four. Stuff. I have uh, Darth Maul, the Luke pilot, the Snow Stand, yeah, Sand Trooper, and R two D two. But I don't have them out because I just don't have any place for them. I'm not gonna be able to find a spot for a 25 inch yeah, job of the hut. <laughs> Which I mean, if if he doesn't have the dais either, like, what's the point? Right. So. Right, it's just uh, the biker scout with the it looks the, gorgeous. Yeah, it's the, those of you that don't know, with early pictures from Toy Fair for the six inch black series, um, they released that there's going to be a job of the hut, which is huge, and that there is a uh, biker scout that comes with a speeder bike. And that thing again, with six inch scale, is going to be monstrous. Now uh-huh. I have a twelve inch speeder bike with Luke right sitting in storage, because um, you know that's where it belongs. Um, <laughs> so I don't, I don't know. It just depends on that kind of. Where to that put kind it? of size, yeah. So, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm, I doubt I'm going to get the Java, and I wouldn't go back and get the Leia anyway because I just don't think it's a good figure. It's a I keep passing figure. on the on the on the Greedo too. Yeah, and it's not that the Greedo's a bad figure. I'm just looking at it going. I'm not excited to buy Greedo. Right. Um, if they had the Cantina, you know, if they had the two chairs, the wall, and the desk, maybe. Wouldn't I could see. Would, I wouldn't could you want to make it yourself? Because no, you I don't have that kind of skill. <laughs> if I had that kind of skill, my GI Joe photos would look a hell of a lot better. Um, they, are, though, th- I did sh- tell you about the uh, the one sand trooper that was in the glass. I found that yep. that is a six inch figure. So it's a second sand trooper six inch figure. But it looked like it had the same equipment. So yeah, it's just the pauldron. It's just the pauldron is a different color. It was right. straight black instead of. So they'll probably do it as the sergeant. Although or well, the sand the. S- if I remember right, the standards are white, and then the sergeant was the was the orange. orange but the orange was always the one that got released. Right, and then there was there was a white, orange, and black. Was there black? I don't yeah, know. there was a solid black. Anyway. So, anyways, a lot um, of Star Wars on this one. Give you, yeah, there, this one's a lot of Star Wars, um, and we still have Episode Seven and stuff coming out and later on. So we're going to do even more Star Wars, but uh, we'll give oh you a man. almost two years till Episode Seven. So we just calm down. But shooting starts in May, so yeah. there. So there we w- we covered it right there. We right covered there. it. Okay. Shooting starts in May. That's all you need to know. So as always, remember, Nerdables is on Stitcher Radio, which is a great way to listen to us on your mobile device. <laughs> Go ahead, Ethan. Say it. You say it every week. Are we still on Stitcher Radio? You sound so depressed that we're on there. Yes. Sound so depressed no matter what. Yes, we're on Stitcher. Go there and listen to us. It's a great way to listen to us. I have a hard time and listening other to us dev- right other now. Podcasts. <laughs> uh, you can also listen to us on SoundCloud, Blip.tv, and <laughs> iTunes. <laughs> I'm trying to ignore that. <laughs> trying to hope the audience ignored that, too. Uh, you can also check us out at Facebook.com <laughs> backslash Nerdables. Twitter, we're at Nerdables Show. That's right. <laughs> And you can visit Sometimes our website. Sometimes Ethan just gets one, and it just like <laughs> it just slams into the consciousness, and it just doesn't let go. But it's at the wrong moment. It's not the great moment. It was just like the time we were playing <laughs> Marvel Adventures or whatever, whatever that that four person game was. What was the, the one? Alliance. Marvel Ult- Ultimate Alliance. Yeah, and then <laughs> we lose, and he <laughs> says the Randy Macho Man Seven. Whoa, we gonna do this one over? <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> just stuck in my head for years. Speaking of Macho Man, we haven't heard from Nacho in a long time. Maybe he got stuck. Well, I think Chris just gave away who it is. I don't think so. <laughs> yeah. you're, uh, you're not I that good. I gave away who it was three weeks ago because I was <laughs> talking to you. You're not that good at it. Wow, thanks. From someone who doesn't do any voices or any impressions, you have absolutely no right to tell him he's not good at what he does. So you can also visit, uh, visit us at... <laughs> Same thing with this whole soundboard <laughs> thing, too. 
visit us at nerdables.com to listen to this podcast and catch up on any other episodes you might have missed. And to check out any of our new articles we're putting up constantly. Mm-hmm. Occasionally. <laughs> Every so often. <laughs> Every once in a while. <laughs> so for Chris and Ethan, I'm sorry, the artist formerly n- or the artist now known as E. <laughs> he wanted it's like you're a drug at a at He a club. wanted a nickname. <laughs> and that's what Travis came I up with. I just said that I was not the I was the only one that didn't have a nickname. And so they came up with that one. Travis came up with that one. <laughs> so for <laughs> for the other two, I'm Ari Ray saying, have a nerdy week. No. No? Ah!